everyone, and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm so glad you joined us today. We are talking Chesapeake Shores. I have my fellow Chessie, Casey, with me. And Casey, I mean, you look something's different about you. This, You know, I just, you know, I just decided a new look would be great, especially from our chat from last week. I was very inspired, especially after this first episode. And you too, you just look fabulous. Well, you know, a lot of time has passed since we did a Chesapeake Shores podcast. And I kind of just wanted to show that by um, a new, a new hairdo. And I got bangs. I got bangs. You got bangs. I did too. Yes. We're bringing back the bangs. I mean, bangs, just like Abby, just like Megan, just like Nell, bringing back the bangs. Let's do this. Bringing back the bangs. (laughs) You guys, I can't do this anymore with the bangs. Y'all can't take me seriously. (laughs) Do the whole podcast with bangs. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And if you are on YouTube, you can see that, like, if I move a certain way, you can kind of see the, the headband. They're like two little little uh bare bun hair headband there you go (laughs) you know I'm just not a bang type of gal right now I don't think I mean maybe 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 Abby's bangs will persuade me by the end of this season five I it could help I think it's the water in Chesapeake Shores because all those ladies look so fantastic in bangs. Like you could, they, they could so pull it off. They can. I revert back to 2001. (laughs) 2001. Well, by the end of this episode, actually, I was totally digging Abby and bangs. I thought she looked great. I thought she was pulling them off. I was like, okay, this is good. I like Abby and bangs. Yeah. I do too. She looks more mature for sure. She does. She does. Okay. So let's, let's jump in and talk about this episode. A kiss is still a kiss. Did season five premiere episode one, did it deliver for you? It, you know what? Surprisingly it did. I was very pleased with how this episode kicked off. I feel like we went at a really good pace. I feel like we were introduced to all of the characters once again, where we weren't like, oh, what happened? Like, I think they did a really great job of reminding us what happened in the past without overdoing it, you know? Yes. Um, So I, I really like that gateway back into the shores. Yeah. I I totally agree. I thought it delivered because it was like, oh, you know, they even kind of said a few things at the beginning um of the episode in like these scenes where um Abby, okay, Bree stole Abby's cup of coffee and took a sip of it. And Abby said, oh, I missed that. And I thought that was such a well-timed line because we had been a few minutes into the episode here and I was thinking oh I've missed them I've missed Mm -hmm. this I like their family dynamic and their home and you know when she said that I thought oh that was perfect that was the perfect thing yeah 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 and they even brought back the bowl of ice cream they did (laughs) I wanted to see more ice cream and they brought it back We're going to get more ice cream, definitely with the five siblings and their significant others all piled up in somebody's bed, passing around a carton of Ben and Jerry's. It'll be great. We need that. No, I loved, I loved that. So I, I did think it delivered. I thought personally, and I want to hear your thoughts on this too, because you were a Chessie a lot longer than I was. 
I'm a recent fan and um, I thought they did the flashbacks really well. I really think Abby and Trace's flashback to their fight worked in this new this new season this episode i definitely agree with you because you see abby really struggling in this episode Mm -hmm. and as people are bringing things up asking her is it okay are you okay how are you doing and she's avoiding and like what happens when you're avoiding is you're still processing things yeah so it was really nice to have that flashback come at those certain times where you can tell she's just still processing everything that's happened yeah um Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel disjointed either no it didn't it felt really appropriate exactly like they would zoom in on her face and she'd have this flashback and you'd you'd continue on with the the fight um that she and trace were having now the fight to me i i was so glad to have more of that scene because they were actually saying real things Mm -hmm. real things that i feel like this relationship needed to say things like um does this sound like does this feel like a healthy relationship to you? You know, this back Mm -hmm. and forth, this, are you happy? Does this work for you? And he's like, no, I'm not happy right now. I'm not happy at all. You know, like just the whole conversation Mm -hmm. felt real. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it did. And it was, it got intense y'all for Hallmark. I was like, what? (laughs) Now that bothered you though, right? That like how intense he was. Okay. So it didn't necessarily bother me, bother me. I think I was just more taken back because I had watching season four. I was like, I understand where Trace is coming from. He was already a musician. Abby knew that Abby knew that he was going to go on tour. She knew that he would not be home a lot, etc. And so when he started like practically screaming at her on the beach I was just like oh my goodness like bro calm down like can we have a civil conversation right now because when he started yelling then she started yelling and then she started crying and then he was it was just like oh my but I understand why the writers did it that way because Mm -hmm. we had to see an obvious break like y'all know in some of these Hallmark movies when a leading man decides to leave what do they do? They kill them off. They, we or, can't kill tra- Trace off. Yes. Or it's just like they just drop off the face of the planet or the, yeah. um, the argument isn't even plausible, you know? And it's, it's like there's, exactly. a, there's a cracked door open that makes fan, like super fans think, oh, this leading coming man is going to come back. He's going to come back. It's fine. It's fine. But this, I was like, no, they were like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I do think they were like, that and they they made him really intense now their relationship was it had had a long history and it's very hard to break up with someone with a long history when you have back and forth they both love the chase that's what they were saying you know maybe you like me waiting around in the wings for you and she's like you like me waiting around in the wings for you i mean like they had to acknowledge certain things and get intense about it enough that you believe that they're done you know that i i believe that they're on their way to being done definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really liked the fact that they brought up, um, the whole trying to recreate something that we had in high school. Yes. Because up until that point, I was kind of like, I am really confused by your relationship right now. 
but because they specifically said that out, because I never noticed that. I thought that they were just two adults reconnecting and they were in the adult phase of life and yeah. whatnot. Like I haven't actually rewatched um, the past seasons in uh, several months, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I was a little like, okay, wait, what? But when they right. said that, I was like, oh, now that's how you make this end. Because originally Trabby was never supposed to end in the, like ever. Right. Right. So I, when they said that, I was like, okay, I get it because they're in two different places in life right now. Yes. Trace loves her girls. You know, they have, they have loved each other for a very long time, but they are in two different places where he was, um, he stayed in Chesapeake Shores after the the accident with John Mm -hmm. and he kind of resigned himself to that. He got a second chance. So he is off like exploring the world and doing all these things and Abby she is a CFO and she's working for her dad and she's like a business lady with two teenage girls trying to give them stability especially because Mm -hmm. she is a divorced mom and like Mm -hmm. what does that look like with her girls and so I understand where they're coming from yeah and I appreciated the writers tying it together so that we kind of understand that they are in two different places in life Right. And, um, it just, it made me feel for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just have to say kudos to whoever wrote this episode because th- it could have gone so many ways, but it was good. No, a definitely kudos. And I wanted to say even just an emphatic, thank you, you know, thank you for letting us see them hash it out, you know, and have that ending argument because as you have to say certain things like that in a, in a relationship, just so you know, without a shadow of a doubt, this is over. This is over for me. This is over for you. Let's move on. And I, I'm so thankful to have seen that scene and just mm-hmm. kind of be a part of the inside of her head and the process of it all. Um, so she finally does talk about it. She, everyone keeps asking her, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? And, um, she finally does open up to Brie about it at the very end. And we see that final kind of, um, you know, what they said to each other. Maybe we're still in love with our memories and not the mm-hmm. person standing right in front of us. And then she says, yeah, and that's when he left a few days later. So that could be it, except I think we do see him in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see the leaving part. And, um, and then as far as we know, that's it that's it for Trace and that's it for Abby. So they're really trying to close a chapter in her Mm -hmm. life and they're doing a great job of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we have seen, just to kind of interrupt the recap here, we've seen just a lot of just reactions on social media where people actually will miss trace they want the character to stay on they will miss him um do you think that's the general consensus out there or are people pretty open you think to um new storylines for abby i mean i really haven't seen a whole lot on social media um i did not watch the episode live just because i had a lot going on so i purposely avoided social (laughs) media until i watched the episode and then when i did i just saw the actors tweeting and some fans but from what 
from what I've gathered, there's kind of a mixed feeling about Trace leaving. Yeah. Some people are just kind of like, okay with it. Other people are really yeah. upset about it, which I understand. Like, it's not true to the books and the storyline. I get that. I'm a purist when it comes to books. Yes. But I mean, this is an actor decision. Like the actor made the decision to leave and we have to respect that. I mean, it happened on Heartland. It happened on One Calls the Heart. Mm -hmm. It's happened like, you know, even on other network TV shows, Mm -hmm. actors decide to leave and you have to, you just have to respect that. And the writers have to find a way to, yeah, to move them on. Um, Honestly, I'm, I want people to know that because I almost want not blame necessarily, but I want them to lay the responsibility at the right doorstep. I don't Mm -hmm. want them to be like, oh, Hallmark, why did they do that to the show when they did not do that to the show? Hallmark or whoever was producing the show, um, the the new producers and stuff scrambled to to save season five when it seemed Mm -hmm. like the actor, you know, made that untimely decision. But um, yeah. it was in the middle of the quarantining right before they were supposed to shoot. And in Canada, you quarantine for 10 days. Right. And so he, Jesse Metcalf decided he was done in the middle of that. And like, you know, we also don't know what goes on behind the scenes. He could have been negotiating yeah. and businesses, sometimes businesses like to take their time. They drag their feet right, and they wait until the very last minute in hopes that you'll just be like, okay, it's last minute. I'll just do this and then be done. And right. so, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, y'all don't point. go tweeting at Jesse Metcalf saying. No, yeah, great point about him too. We we don't know the whole story with him too. These things just happen, and so what mm-hmm. we're left to do as fans is to kind of try to understand some of behind the scenes if we want, but really just still get swept away by Chesapeake Shores and what they're giving us now. And yeah. what they're giving us now, honestly, I did think this was a very strong premiere for season five. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really happy about that and excited about it. So yeah, so that was Abby, Abby and Trace kind of doing the flashback thing. Then we have Abby and Jay who have a couple great scenes together. Jay. <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh, Jay, Jay, Jay. Let's Always just in the friend zone. Or Jay. <laughs> it's been and a good day. <laughs> I think we just feel this preemptive heartbreak for Jay because we know who else is coming on to the show, Robert mm-hmm. Buckley with this character, Evan. And, but I just think Jay is just charming. He is charming. He is. So yes. good with her girls, a great teacher. Yeah, totally. And you know, here's another shout out to the writers. Thank you for putting him in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah, right away. <laughs> I mean, I was watching and I was like, I'm going to keep an open mind and they're walking in the hallway and she, he said something, she said something. And I was like, oh, he just, she just friend zoned him. She totally did. But she, she kind of kept the door open. You know, he says, "Uh oh, you're a sweet guy, but, and she said, no, but you're just a sweet guy. And um, Mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, that kind of leaves the door open a little bit, but we know there was a but. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, she is just fresh out of a relationship. Fresh, fresh, yes. fresh, fresh. And it's not just any old boyfriend. It's Trace, somebody that was a longtime boyfriend of hers in yes. high school, lost contact, yeah. reconnected for five years. Right. I mean, you don't just, I mean, you really, you shouldn't just hop onto the next guy. No. 
so quickly, especially if you're hung up on that. Still. Yeah, exactly. So, so we have Jay and he just continues to, to charm us with each scene that he is on. And so I'm excited to see where he goes, but um, yeah, Abby, you know, were you, she says that she's doing me time now or focusing on herself, you know, that type of thing. Do you believe it? <laughs> Do you believe No, it? she's totally throwing herself into work. <laughs> she is. She's yeah, work. Well, I mean, maybe volunteering at the school too. Like that is a good outlet. Volunteering makes yes. us, you know, gives you happy endorphins and stuff. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but she that listen, she needs to go to the eagle, the inn at Eagle Point, get some like you know, yes, massages, yes, smell the ocean air, clear <laughs> the mind of all things trace and yes. work and everything and just be yes she does well maybe maybe she will i don't think she'll have that no we don't really want that as fans actually we want that for her you know some other time but not on on air yeah. we want to see between her. seasons <laughs> right between seasons we'll see her so, at the end of the season walking into the inn and we'll be like good she gets her me time right <laughs> see that's you next when season. we want her to have me time <laughs> yeah so We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Let's, let's kind of go through and, and see what is up with everybody else here and how they're teeing up their storylines. Um, Mick and Megan. Mick and Megan are interested in each other and they're actually going on dates. Kevin actually had the guts to ask his dad, so are you guys, you and mom back together? <laughs> and Mick, what did he say? I mean, he was kind of like, well, he was evasive. Yeah, he was kind of, I don't know. I was like, oh, these two (laughs) people, Mick and Megan. Like, we just turned the heat on with these two. (laughs) She was so supportive all of a sudden and like wanted to be with him. And they were having this cute little phone call. They both kind of blushed a little. I mean- it's kind of cute. I, it is. It is cute. They they do make a really cute couple. Yes. Um, and they just his face lights up. Mick's face yeah. lights up when Megan comes up, and um, that date. Yeah. When Dilfer comes in and it's just like Mick is about to literally like he, he that man was about to throw a table and throw yes. some punches, <laughs> and Megan st- was stood up and basically told him. It's very little words. Yes. <laughs> Not worth it right now. So yeah. Um, and then they were kind of almost cuddling as they were walking 
they really like on were. the on the board was it the boardwalk or the shore or something wherever they were walking outside they were yes. like yeah the, the boardwalk and I do think that um what will be strong about them is to show them familiar with each other and relating to each other well like but also having some freshness and some newness mm -hmm. because here's a couple whose marriage did not work out they did not stay married they divorced they their family broke up but now they're reconnecting so I think I hope that they show us some some newness and some mm -hmm. rediscovery you know they kind of yeah. said oh we know everything about each other basically you know we're comfortable mm -hmm. with each other and stuff but they I hope they show us some um rediscovery and yeah I think that would be very sweet yeah for okay. sure okay Jess and David give me a <laughs> rundown how did you feel about Jess and David well, first of all, can I just say Lacey Maley's hair is just like so lush and just like so bridal. I'm like, so wow. Long. Yeah, like a Pantene commercial. She could just like right. toss her hair, you know? Definitely. Um, oh, she was, it was luxurious. You know, she's gone through a couple of different hair colors here, and this one is just stunning on her. It's yeah. more auburn, a little more red mm -hmm. it's it's very it makes, nice makes her eyes really pop really pop really yeah. pop um but yeah jess and david when they first said that they had something to talk to his parents about i was kind of like what are, what, what what right <laughs> like what do you guys have to and then the dad his dad and mom are so like pushy about this wedding in wales mm -hmm. And I'm like, can't you just have it in both places? Right. And and I think we didn't know, we really didn't know what this thing was about that they wanted to talk, you know, to his parents mm -hmm. about. They said, we have something to talk to them about. And because um, the Wales thing was news to me. I mean, I didn't know his family, the Pecks had this Wales tradition, this yeah. wedding. So that was new to me. And I thought, of course, she wants to get married in Chesapeake Shores. That's, mm -hmm. that's traditionally what you do, the bride town you know yeah. so i feel yeah. so bad for them that it had to be an issue right like, yeah hmm. I, and i mean the other thing too is like it really doesn't have to be an issue she can have they can have their intimate ceremony yeah. in chesapeake shores and then fly over to england sure. wales and have that you know the pack wedding right just for show like you know you're already married so that's fine like go ahead and that's what oh, a lot of people do compromise you know that's yeah. what a lot of people do anyways like i remember when i was a kid a couple got married he was from connecticut she was from oregon they had their wedding ceremony and everything in oregon and then their honeymoon i think they just like traveled drove across the country yes saw the sights came back to connecticut i remember it was after church we had this big old fellowship for them it was like Aww. their wedding reception with presents yeah we were so excited because we got food and cake and they yeah. had they rolled out they rolled out the tv with the vhs player popped in their <laughs> wedding and we all kind of watched it and it was fine Aww, like, it that's was so nice fine. yeah yeah they definitely can do both i think and one thing that concerned me was this mother-in-law who wanted just to sign a prenup um so i don't know what jess is going to do about that actually um that's kind of a quandary because you can be stubborn and not sign 
Or you can just say, we're not going to get a divorce anyway. I'm just going to sign, but like kind of lose a little of your soul, maybe. Right. Um, So I don't know what she's going to do about the prenup, but the mom said, you know, you're marrying a peck. And Jess said, "Um, no, I'm marrying David. You know, she and and the mother-in-law said, "Um, I used to think that way too, or something like something changed along the way. Like maybe she entered marriage to a peck wide-eyed and all in love just like Mm -hmm. Jess but something changed along the way there's a responsibility Mm -hmm. marrying a peck so I was like oh no I hope this I hope David doesn't feel that I hope he doesn't go a certain direction with his heritage and he just stays David yeah yeah and you know with the mom I was kind of like who's whose side are you on right now because I feel like you could have taken that one of two ways Either it was a warning to just like, hey, I was in your shoes because I married a peck. I was a civilian. I married a peck. I thought it was going to be all great and dandy and whatever. We have kind of fallen out of love and we are just like two cohorts. I just can't get divorced because I signed a bunch of stuff and I will lose my (laughs) like everything. Or is she just being a manipulative mother-in-law to be? And just trying to keep Jess under her thumb. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see possibly, but that's a good, a different take on it that I didn't think of. Yeah. I kind of thought, I guess, who is she protecting? She's protecting the pets, protecting their money, Mm -hmm. but she said kind of other people were mean about the money you know selfish Mm -hmm. or greedy with the money so she kept saying jess you want to protect yourself protect yourself and you're like wait okay so i'm I'm just interested they didn't read what was in the prenup they didn't tell us anything more about that david doesn't even know just yet that she got one so Mm -hmm. yeah and the fact like you said she said protect yourself i'm like i know if 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 the mother-in-law to be didn't really care if Mrs. Peck were like, whatever, you know what? If you leave my son, well, boo hiss. Yes. Um, we're going to, you know, basically bankrupt you. She wouldn't have said that, I feel like. You know, I feel like she right. would have just let Jess in her mm-hmm. mind, let Jess fall and just let her suffer, I guess. You could right. say she were that person. So I don't know. It was maybe it was confusing which the pecs are the pecs are manipulative and confusing even david said oh so it begins you know or something when dad said this back backhanded compliment and so we shall see we shall see that how well she has to grin and bear it (laughs) all right moving on to kevin and sarah kevin and sarah we find them at their cute little house yes actually talking about this two month, three week anniversary (laughs) that he made a big deal out of. (laughs) And, you know, he just right away just is like, oh, dreaming. You could be pregnant right now. You know, he's Mm -hmm. dreaming. Yeah, he's like, he is ready for some babies. He's ready, he's ready, which is so- Thin bar, O'Brien. I know, but you know, this is the only scene we saw Sarah in this whole time. Mm-hmm. So she obviously had like a shift at the fire station or something. Yeah. But um, so she, she kind of, you see her a little hesitant to dream with him. Mm-hmm. He, he wants a Finbar or some other, you know, strong Irish name. And she, she's like, I'm going to name the kids just so you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that actually just gets Kevin to have this sweet conversation with Mick, mm -hmm. which honestly going into it, I thought it was going to be sweet, but was it really sweet? I mean, Mick kind of discouraged him. <laughs> yeah, that was like, huh, huh. I was I like, know. I was not expecting that, but at the same time, I get it. I get what he was saying. Yes. Enjoy it while it's just the two of you. And, yeah. you know, I would never discourage anybody from having children if they wanted it. But at the same time, you know, you do, you did just get married, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy, enjoy the phase while it, right. while it's like, like, I don't want to say the honeymoon phase. Cause like you could have a honeymoon for like a hundred years, right, right. <laughs> but enjoy the newlywed stage yes. while it, it's still new you know right. because you know life happens and then there are more challenges and then you mm -hmm. kids and then there are challenges with that and, and I'm not saying that having a family is awful it's just different each it's stage different. has its complications and changes yeah. and good things and bad things so it's just it's good to um relish yeah. in the now I guess and that's that's exactly what Mick's point was so you're right it wasn't discouragement but it was encouragement in a different direction I think yeah you know? Just like enjoy your time, just the two of you. Um, it's it's gonna be different when the kids come. So um, like don't wish this away too fast, which mm -hmm. is probably good for him yeah. to hear. Yeah. Good, good fatherly advice. And the whole talk about was I a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> he said, No, you're the only one we planned. <laughs> so oh, cute. Yeah. Well, you know, Kevin. I think he had a, just a really strong episode being Kevin, you know, bringing yeah. to us the Kevin that we love. Someone who's supportive, someone who's intuitive to other people's feelings, um, someone who is just really quietly kind, you know, when asking people if they're okay. Um, he just had some really sweet moments mm -hmm. all throughout the episode, I thought. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Can we talk about who yes. he ran into since we're talking about Kevin? Yes, which we thought this was Bree's story, but here we are introduced to this Luke Tatum. Uh-huh. Because Kevin knew him in high school. So, yes. so talk about that. Tell me what you thought about that. I was not <laughs> expecting that at all all so Stephen Huzar in as a gas station attendant like yeah I mean and that's there's nothing wrong with being a gas station attendant I mean like hey pays the bills it's you know you yeah there's lots of people who make great connections like my uncle used to have a little convenience store yeah um he was like make a ton of friends and stuff like I'm not saying that I'm just saying the whole like with the O'Brien storylines with Bree <laughs> having a crush on this Luke guy and this Luke guy he's a great looking guy but then he's so sullen that is so the part sullen. that I did not expect I was expecting Bree to I don't know Luke to come into town like he's yeah he decided to move back home and Bree bumps into him in the street and she's all like oh I thought we were going to go that direction with Luke. I was not expecting to see a very forlorn, angry, um, cold man. Yes. yes. Well, this is what 
and we had talked about this in our in our chat, but I I was like, oh, this is interesting to introduce him this way to the show. He was he didn't want to even acknowledge that he knew Kevin from high school. You know, you kind of just get this embarrassment from him. And when he's like, he's sarcastic and mm-hmm. he's like, thanks for shopping at the quick go, you know, and he you can just tell already he's down on his luck. He doesn't mm-hmm. even like where he is in life right now. He's back, tail tucked between his legs after he disappeared from high school. What is his story? I, I you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. If the rest of the, if the rest of this episode tanked, except for that, I would have, I would be back next week. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I was just like, but wait, you didn't give me anything on him. He's like nothing. What? What? Except, except we think he's living in his truck. Or something because Kevin later sees him like wake up and on an early morning run and gets out of this truck and he's like oh you know you Kevin's totally concerned about him but you're right if nothing else made me tune in next week this would oh yeah definitely would absolutely I'm very interested to know how they work this storyline I mean I have lots of ideas Yes. that are not hallmark approved pro- probably like i was thinking maybe <laughs> the character um maybe he got into drugs and right. like he's now down on his luck and now he's trying to rebuild his life um you know after being sober i think ann yeah. had mentioned or maybe it was you that mentioned in our little chat about maybe yeah. he had an injury yes and he he didn't know what to do with his life after that because you know sometimes when sports is all you know and that's what you think yeah. you're, that's the only thing you're good at and you have an injury you can't do anything and you're like oh yeah. then i brought back up the maybe he got addicted to vicodin and <laughs> right right <laughs> you know we were we were going everywhere with this story just try to try to make sense of this was not the introduction we thought that right. we were going to get with this yeah. great just this handsome character you know that we were told was Bree's crush in high school yeah and now he's totally not gonna be you know he's not even on the same level as she is now this famous mm-hmm. international playwright and then he mm-hmm. is a down on his luck living in his truck type of you know kind of making ends meet at a gas station type mm-hmm. of guy so yeah. it'll be so interesting so interesting for sure to go yeah um okay so Bree we do see Bree come home from London she had a great time, I guess. Bree is all up in everybody's business. <laughs> we need one sibling get, like that. She wants to get caught up. Like, what does she miss? And she's all in their business. But um, I just, I just like her. I think she has a really interesting thing going here with this um, teaching job at Maryland uh, University or University of Maryland, River. Mm-hmm. And uh, this nemesis who we didn't meet. We did not meet the nemesis, Jerome. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerome, somebody. But yeah. um, we we talked about him quite a bit, Bree and the sisters. So it'll be so fun to see them uh, connect. But I, yeah, Bree. Yeah. Bree. It, I'm excited to see her connect. I'm excited to see the whole like, I like you, I hate you, I like you, I hate you. Right. Like, how could you? <laughs> I, I feel like we're missing that. You know, I mean, it's, of course, it's just episode one, but we really need to see another relationship push and pull. I mean, I feel like a lot of it, with the exception of Trace and Abby, have been, it's been too easy with the relationships, like the whole banter. Exactly. So this, this has potential to be that push and pull Mm -hmm. kind of relationship with her nemesis. I love it. 
Um, okay, Connor. Connor is our guy here who he's in Baltimore. He's got a new job. What he's did you think it. of Connor? Crushing it. He is crushing it. He is. Uh, I am already shipping him and Margaret. Yes. They have got some great interactions. They've got this, like, they've almost got this kind of a spark. And it, and I'm not necessarily saying like a romantic spark at this point, although I can totally see it just because their personalities seem to really like blend well together. Right. But they've just got really good chemistry. Yes. Like there are some people that you just instantly connect with and you strike yeah. up a good friendship with them and then you can trust them and like, who knows, maybe it does lead into more. Maybe you're just like best friends, like, you right. know, not just colleagues where you <laughs> clock in, clock out, goodbye. We don't care about your life type yeah. of thing. So I was like, okay, okay. I, she, yes, I'm her. I, I felt the same way. And it's interesting to think about, you know, I just assumed, of course, she's going to be a love interest for him, but mm -hmm. maybe not. Maybe they'll show a great platonic ally in a, in a colleague and have a great friendship there. But mm -hmm. I would not be opposed to a love interest. I think that would be really fun for him to yeah. have someone who's sharp, who keeps him on his toes, who's mm -hmm. kind. I mean, she had such a kind, open face when they, she was talking about his family mm -hmm. and hers and stuff. So um, she was, she was as, as kind of gave it to him though a little bit just like in you know teasing him about like hr or something yeah. you know like just kind of being sarcastic back to him when he mm -hmm. was asking her a genuine question and so she'll be fun yeah i just hope with connor and if his love interest is going to be margaret i hope they draw it out I hope yeah, that we feel, yes, don't speed it up. We've seen too many speedy relationships yeah. like Simon and Brie. We already knew they're going to get together, like, right. you know, but I would really just like to see one of the couples just have a long push and pull relationship. That could be a good one, Connor and Margaret, because mm -hmm. they work together. So there's mm -hmm. lines that you don't want to cross. Yeah. But they're equals. You can already tell they're equals. Mm -hmm. He wanted her opinion and her um perspective on a case yes. about um the wage discrimination mm -hmm. and uh, or discrepancy and she was all in she took a seat oh, yeah. you know and she's like great and so you can mm -hmm. already tell they respect each other they really yeah. could drag not drag it out in a bad way but like i guess kind of a slow burn is yes slow burn that romantic slow burn. tension you know mm -hmm. Which you would know, be good for Connor. Yeah. I think it would be good for him personally because he's like, you know, he wants to, he wants quick results. He wants to be the, mm -hmm. on top of his game. He wants um, the recognition and the, you know, yeah. the showy, he's showy and yes. he really work for something. That's going to be good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Yay. excited. Yeah. That'll be fun. That would be really fun. Well, what was your, what was your favorite scene or kind of storyline through this, which one besides the, I guess you already just said it with um, Luke Tatum. He was intriguing to you. He was very intriguing to me. I, you know, I really liked seeing um, Abby's girls, like yeah. just like that little blip, like we, we didn't see them a whole lot 
last mm-hmm. last season and um they've grown up so fast yes um and then just seeing um her oldest daughter with her artwork and just yeah you know I'm, I'm interested to see how their their relationship plays out with the yes. whole art thing I feel like that's going to be something because the daughter's all like oh it's okay right and then meanwhile you're seeing these scribbles of other lighthouses and I'm like is no. this child a prodigy <laughs> <laughs> like what is happening right now that was that was a great scene to have the girls to have Jay go into teacher mode you know to have mm-hmm. Abby she's the um she's the mom here and I mean that whole scene was really mm-hmm. nice I liked yeah. that it was well done yeah that was fun yeah what about you well so I really liked that one I thought I thought the sibling connection it wasn't around ice cream but it was at the bridge kind of Jess wasn't there but mm-hmm. that you know they were kind of toasting each other and celebrating each other type of thing like yeah. I love those scenes when they're all together mm-hmm. the siblings I think those are really strong on this show so that was that was probably one of my favorites the banter can I say one more yes I love the opening credits you guys yeah tell us why it was so fresh and whatever filter they used it made it really just magical yes it was it was that like I don't know the the shiny like coming in and out it's very music video-ish and right just just I don't know there was something about that fresh yes opening scene that are like the the music credits and everything I was like oh Okay, it felt new this is new yes totally it felt new but I think that is such a credit even to just the whole new team on this show Mm -hmm. behind the scenes the writers the producers um they I mean even the bang lady you know the lady who did the bangs you know I'm gonna put her in there too but the the whole thing just feels really fresh and fun and that's what we hoped for because that's what we anticipated with the article and and mm-hmm. the previews and i really think that's what we got this yeah. time yeah well done well done well done chesapeake shore season five premiere show episode one <laughs> any last thoughts last thoughts on this before we go on and move forward to I mean i'm i'm looking forward to next week i'm i'm really looking forward to see how this uh, the season just plays out i'm i'm intrigued yeah. you've got me you got me you got me and that that's that was my closing remarks too i'm in i'm in for season five you got me i want to see how it plays out i want to hear more of this great script writing that that's happening um bring it on i'm ready bring it on <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> Well, oh my goodness, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our recap of Chesapeake's Chores. We are going to be recapping all season, but we're going to do every other week. So we'll cover two episodes per podcast and stick with us. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, uh, Casey, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. Ooh, Hallmark my words. Okay, come over and find me on Instagram at Hallmark Comics. I'd love to interact with you there. And of course, thank you for leaving your comments and reviews and um, subscribing to the YouTube channel that we have here on Hallmarkies Podcast and listening on, on iTunes. 
We totally want you to follow and go find Tom Marcus podcast all over social media. Um, we're just all over the place. So we will see you next time. Chessies. Bye. Bye, chess peeps. <laughs>